Okay. Do you have to tell the story at all or, or what? Here, here's all. I don't want to get into specifics. Here's all I'm going to say is I want to be sensitive and understanding and try to see things from other people's perspective. So I don't overreact. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe on some level, like let's start here. Perhaps there was a mis- miscalculation. <laughs> okay. Uh, and some intentions, um, some good intentions, maybe like, hmm, uh, that we had maybe were, or like, maybe like we didn't express them correctly but i'm like a little heated at the moment but i'm trying to like cool off yeah you know so basically here's here's the thing a couple days ago maybe like a week ago we started like kind of kicking around this idea of like we should make short films together and kind of help each other like kind of a mutual kind of like I'll be there when you make yours. You'll be there when I make mine. Right. And we'll kind of do it together. That'll be fun. And then it was like, you know, what if we wrote a script for each other? So I wrote you a script. You wrote me a script. That was the next phase of this idea. And then we were like, dude, you know what would be sick? Let's get like our listeners involved, which is something we're always kind of conscious of. And dude, what if we like did this thing where like they kind of sent in some ideas and we were like, picked ones that we were like, that's sick. Let's go after That's cool. Let's do that. And then like we could have them on set or whatever, like kind of worked out, but like credit them with story credit and make these ideas kind of happen. So we kind of launched this like idea and maybe again, to be fair, maybe we like went into it too quick. I don't know. I don't think we, I don't, I don't know. think we did, but I think it was pure intentions through and through, but keep going. Like, well, I, I want to, I, I want this to be a conversation. Sure. I mean, it was, it was like, let's do something kind of, uh, let's do something our, as like, a community, small community yes. engaged. Yeah. We all and like then, making films. We all like talking about films. We all like ideating about films. Maybe there's something we can all do here together. There you go. Here's here's like the the. It's late. I called you and I was like, we need to hop on and record about this. You got to give some people context of why you got here. But if we're gonna put this out, which I think we should tomorrow, of why we got where, why you're selling sure. right right now. Well, to, here's what I want. I kind of need to boil it sure. down to real quick. Is like, I don't want to make it a bigger thing than it is. But I'm annoyed and I'm frustrated uh, because we have we've gotten an email or two where people think we're like hijacking ideas, <laughs> hijacking people's ideas uh, under the guise of this little like experiment that we're like really trying to lift your like uh, intellectual property. Yeah. Without you, no, like we're tricking you into giving us your like ideas. I hope if you've listened to this 
podcast at all, you would know that like, I do not need a log line. Okay. I just want to like, as clear as I can make that, that obviously was not, we're not looking for a way to, to needle you for, for creative ideas. Yeah. Let me be a little voice of reason. I think you, you're making it sound like it was more people than, than it actually was. I feel like it was truly, genuinely one, maybe two people who have sort of actively. But I feel like, I feel like let's be real. That's two people who said something. So I also don't want to be like an asshole and, and like ignore the fact that maybe like we, in the way we communicated it, it was flawed or some, I don't know. So I'm not saying we're not at fault in some way with maybe like how it was communicated or, or I don't know. Well, let me just, let me just discount some ideas that if anybody's thinking um, that there is some sort of um, financial gain from us making these shorts, you are incorrect, completely 100% incorrect. There is nothing to be gained from us. As of right now, we were planning to put our own money yes. into like. So fuck off. Like, there's no. <laughs> if yeah. there's any suggestion that we are um, going to make any money off of this, you're just incorrect. I'm sorry, it's not the case, and it was never going to. Do you be want to share case. how many? Do you want to share how many sponsors we have um, lined up so far? We have no sure? sponsors right now. <laughs> nor have we even tried to get any sponsors. Yeah. We have. We haven't. No, we haven't even gone out to anybody. So yeah. there, there is no money to be made from whatever you want to call it, farming ideas from our listeners. Um, and honestly, dude, it hurts my feelings that people would even think that of us, to be honest. Like, that's the thing that yeah. makes me the most upset is that, I don't know, man, I feel like we're pretty open on this thing and I feel like we're pretty, like, genuine and not fronting any sort of uh, personas or anything. And that to me has never come across as, um, schemey, <laughs> you know, or like, yeah. Or like malicious in any way that, and what a weird scheme, man. It's a, dumb, if that's the scheme, dude, it's a dumb scheme. We took, <laughs> we took this entire month, sponsored it ourselves. It's, it's worth it for us to just get on. So I don't know, man. I think to me, like, I think that's part of it is like, listen, I'm not saying we're giving you like the highest quality content you can imagine, <laughs> but I'm like, we did do, we've probably given what two, at least two hours a day for the past 30, 31 days. Yeah. J just to like bring some kind of value. That's where it kind of feels like, damn dude, like. There's no need to drag on about it. No I don't want to give it too much time. I just want to, I, I think what I wanted to say is like, I'm less concerned about talking to that person. Maybe it was more than one person. I don't know. I will say if that's how it seemed, I apologize. That was not our intention at all. <laughs> we have no interest in ripping ideas from you. We want to support you. We want to help you. We want you to go make those ideas. So if somehow that was misconstrued, I'm sure it was probably our fault. Apologies. And I, I think the reality is nobody gives a fuck. 
this is a small show. You don't have to say anything. But I felt like personally, like I needed, I just had to address it on, on some level, just like personally. Uh, yeah, it's not, we would never, that's, that's not like our vibe, obviously, um, on so many levels <laughs> for us to take advantage. And then also, uh, that, that we're just like so bankrupt and vacant of our own ideas that we would have to, to rip them off of you guys. Um, that's it. That's it. Just a little news bulletin. Just want to throw that out there. Look, I'll, I'll kind of leave it at this. Um, very open to, to the, uh, reality that maybe we made a mistake. Um, but I think what hurts is like the, maybe like the assumption or the conclusion that, um, there's something sinister going on here. (laughs) Um, and we're scheming to, to take from you, um, or steal or, um, pirate some of your ideas. Uh, I think that's maybe what kind of hurt me the most. Um, so anyway, uh, if we made a mistake, I'm sorry. And, um, I hope we can move on and maybe figure out some way to do this better in the future. Um, but mostly, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for being a part of this community for a long time. And, um, yeah, uh, let's, let's dive into our conversation for today and we'll have some nice music to to, to lift the mood. So stick around and uh, enjoy. I was playing disc golf the other day. And I finished up and I was walking out and I saw this massive uh, snail shell, like literally this big. <laughs> and I picked it up okay. and I was looking at it and you could see maybe it's some, something had like eaten the snail out of it or something. So there were still little bits of snail in there. And okay. this morning, I forget where I was, I was reading some article or was, saw some, like a video, something on YouTube, some quick video. Of this guy, and this is totally random, by the way, but this guy um, basically telling the story of how he was on a production and he had to tell everybody not to touch snail uh, shells in Louisiana. Okay. And I was like, that's odd. And then they show a picture of the snail shell that he's talking about, and it looks exactly like the snail shell that I held for a while. This is after you had held it. After I had held it. And it said, you don't want to uh, touch these snails or eat, especially you can, you can, you don't want to eat them. You don't want to like put, like get them, the bacteria on your, on a cut or put it in your eye or whatever, because these specific snails have a parasite that's called a um, snail um, or I think it's called a rat lung parasite. And it's basically these rats eat these snails and then digest them, and something with these specific type of snails um, 
create basically like a brain parasite that just kills humans. <laughs> like literally I'm watching this and I'm like, I start to have a fucking panic attack. And he's Dude. like, this thing is uncurable. And uh, oh so yeah, I had God. to like go around freaking rat brain. Yeah. <laughs> literally like this rat <laughs> parasite that uh, is like from digested rats eating snails. But, uh, oh God, I mean, I held Dude, it for two seconds. I think I'm fine. When my, when my sister was little, okay. I was talking to my sister on the phone yesterday and she brought up this story that I'd totally forgotten, but I feel like this is like every kid's little story. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you didn't have anxiety like this as a child, but just about like death in general. Yeah. But she had a friend dare her to eat, you know, like a lure worm. Yeah. You know, like a fake worm, yeah, like yeah, a fake okay. worm. Like, like, uh, it looks like a gummy but it's not, right. you know, and, you know, it was like the thing like on like the playground and everyone's kind of like crowding yep. around like, do it, do it. <laughs> and so she ate this like lure, mm. like worm. And dude, <laughs> she, we were talking about just like kids and they're like, cause my sister and I are really close. She lives in Seattle. She's got two little girls. We've got three little girls. So we talk about like parent stuff a lot and being kids and all that. But, she was, we were just talking about how kids have such like a kind of like openness to discussing death when they're little. Yeah. Like it becomes like something you don't talk about as much, like kind of the older you get, but there's like a fascination of it, like and kind of an acceptance of it when you're little. And she was like, I just remember sitting in the backyard. This is, you know, like years after I ate this stupid lure worm and being like, I wonder if I'm going to die today from eating that worm. <laughs> I wonder if today is the day <laughs> or she'd, you know, like eat something weird and have like a little stomach pain or cramp yeah. and be like, oh, oh, this is it. There it is. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, did you have stuff like that when you were little? Um, I definitely didn't. I mean, I, I think this is like a shared experience with a lot of people, but <clears throat> I don't think you understand death like I don't think you know to be afraid of it until you get older, for sure. Yeah. Like maybe it's well, that you kind have of. I more mean, to lose are, when you get older. You know. Are your kids terrified of you, you guys dying? I mean, my kids are four and two, so. But yeah, maybe four is too young. I mean, my my oldest uh, Oliver will will be like, uh, you know, Haha, you're gonna die. Like when he's playing, <laughs> like when he's just being. Like, I'm going to get you, kind of like, I'm going to kill you, and I have to stop and be like, Ollie, don't say that. Like, don't yeah. say kill in that. Like, it's not funny. So, no. As I giggle over here. Um. <laughs> he, he doesn't. They're not that, at that, that age yet, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, dude, I grew up, I think my mom was just kind of stressed about that kind of stuff, and still kind of is. But like I even I had weird stuff growing up like where <laughs> I don't know why am I telling these stories? But I remember being really freaked out of cleaning products. Interesting. Freaked out by cleaning like products. the danger like of had, them or something. Yeah, like okay. So I remember my mom. I was sitting at a table, uh, the kitchen table, when I was growing up, uh, doing a Superman puzzle. I remember it specifically. And my mom was like, hey, the exterminator is coming through and spraying inside and outside of the house. I need you to just sit at this table. Don't don't leave the table. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. 
like kind of like why you know like of course in my head i'm like i guess i'll die if i leave the tunnel yeah. i don't know <laughs> and she's like he's just spraying stuff and i don't want you like inhaling it and i was like oh okay so the whole time i'm just sitting there like super rigid just like doing this uh puzzle like my body's not moving except for like my hands and then like my eyes are just darting around and uh I, for some reason, decide that I'm not going to swallow my saliva (laughs) for fear that I'm going to. You're just sitting there drooling all over. So I'm just like, I think I had like a cup that I was drinking out of, and I just started spitting it. (laughs) Like I would like kind of sit there like completely like still, and then be like, okay, I need to like empty out the toxins. I do feel like growing up with that kind of stuff, this is a deeper conversation, but I'm curious for you with kids, how much of it is like your parenting choices just to be the opposite of what you experienced growing up? Yeah. I mean, it's a bit, it's a weird balance, right? Because in a lot of ways I appreciate my upbringing and then there's yeah. some very cut and dry, clear things that I don't want to reproduce you know pass on yeah but it's tough dude i'm sure you feel this too like i'm so much like my parents oh my god to a point where it's like even if i make like just major life decisions that are different like yeah i grew up in church like we don't go to church anymore you know like yeah it's just not a part of our lives but there's still just like day-to-day shit that i'm like yep like i did this exact same thing as a kid you know yeah yeah. Super frustrating. But I think it's kind of beautiful in some way, you know? I think so. I, I was I was over at my dad's house. He's a big University of Oklahoma fan. And so they were playing in like the college football championship. And is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think so. No, they weren't. They were playing in a bowl game. They were playing in a bowl game. And so I went over, I went down to Columbia or up to Columbia. <clears throat> no wait, down South Carolina. <laughs> Start uh, over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel drunk right now. Doing my best. Let's <laughs> just clean up that last twenty seconds, bro. You gotta go. <laughs> uh, okay. I was. <sighs> We're keeping all of this. I went to go watch a game at my dad's at my parents' house with my dad. And um, uh, I was just watching him watch college football. Yeah. And he would do something. And I would be like, oh, no. What was it? Do you remember? I don't remember, dude. Just like almost imperceivable little things yeah. that like I do. And I took Winnie with me. We like spent the night and watched the game. And I like woke up the next morning. I think we actually stuck around and watched another game the next day, which was kind of sick. It was fun. Um, my dad also, this is crazy. No, he's like in super good shape, super good health. But like when he watches college football, he goes to the grocery store and just gets like this, those like rectangular candy boxes, you know, like, like uh, you would get like from the movies. Yeah. Okay. And he just gets like four of them. And, just and he just annihilates yeah. them. 
like before like before the game even starts, she just like throws back like a whole box of raisinets <laughs> or like whatever it is. And I just saw him do that. And, and then he also loves uh, Cracker Jacks. I'm like, nobody actually eats Cracker Jacks. <laughs> but my dad will just fucking destroy a bag of Cracker yeah. Jacks, which I don't. That, so that's something I don't quite understand yet. But I promise you, dude, 20 fucking years, I'm going to be sitting on the couch just downing Cracker Jacks. And yeah. Like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this felt like. I don't even remember what it was, but it was just like little like things. Just the way he'd right. be like, he'd respond to a play or he'd celebrate or be frustrated. And so when he was there and he was like, when he was kind of like looking out of the side of her eye, like, yeah, are you the same? Are you two the same people? Dude, my my dad and used to. Get, we don't agree on a lot, but it was weird to, to yeah. see that. You know, I mean, it is you. You know, my dad would get so. My dad would also, who's a, a huge LSU fan, just anything LSU, LSU football, LSU Sick. baseball, especially LSU baseball. He's like had season tickets. Dude, I want to talk to your dad about college baseball. Yeah, he talked to you. About, I mean, he's also like he'd go to every single home game for like for college baseball. Like drive an hour and a half, sit in traffic, had season tickets, sit in the same fucking seat, get the same sort of like uh he's a guy who he goes and buys like a, at Academy, like the the coach's like statistic book. No way. And he'd sit there every single play, every pitch, he would write down exactly what happened. And he's got collections of years and years and years of these statistic books from just and he never gets he will never get rid of them. Dude, I love scoring. Like um, that. I've, I haven't done that in a long time. But he, I do. I remember he also used to play, or yeah, he used to play the radio with the games. Like he would, he'd be at the game and have the yes. headset on. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so sick! That is such a pro move. That's such like an old like. Yeah. Ooh, sorry, that's such like a boomer move, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Something about he liked this announcer that would that would announce, but you couldn't hear it at the game. Or even if he yeah, was at yeah, home yeah. and there was an away game, he'd put on the TV and he'd be listening yeah. to the radio. No way. And he, I remember my, it was like a thing, dude, where he, he used to get so angry, like standing up yelling at the TV to the point where like we'd be in another room and I'd have friends over or whatever. And my yeah, dad would just yeah. start fucking going crazy. And it'd be like, is your dad okay? Like, should we go check on him? Like, something just happened? And I'm like, no, he's just watching football. He's just watching baseball or whatever. That's amazing. And it became like a thing where my mom, like, literally told, like, gave him an ultimatum at some point <laughs> where she was like, either you fucking chill out or um, you're not going to be able to play Dude, the that's, games. That's how I am watching Gamecocks. That's how my dad is watching yeah. the series. <laughs> that's how my father in law is watching the Packers. What is, why is it that we get <laughs> and I think I'm, I don't I'm know. In, maybe it's that's one reason that I don't care about sports to to some degree I or f- those kinds like team sports or like college sports in general it's because I was just so like it was so in, I was so inundated with it that I just yeah didn't, I don't that's know. when isn't that weird the things that we are like inundated with and we like accept and kind of like uh, uh, make a part of who we are and then the things that we like totally reject. Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious. Like <clears throat> Winnie and I just went and picked up dinner for our family and she's like sixth grade and like 
kind of she keeps like kind of taking like my old clothes and be like, can I wear like this old Aww. t-shirt of yours? And like, and, uh, so it's kind of in this, like, m- like beginning to be this moment of like, I'm like passing some things on to her, yeah. like, um, including music. So like we were going to grab dinner and I was like, just come with me in the car. And so we're like, and I do this like a, a lot, um, where I'll just be like, we should listen to this and I'll put something on. And then I would say most of the time she's just kind of like humoring me. Yeah. Just like, okay, whatever. Um, Like you probably did with your dad, like listening to fucking Zeppelin or some shit, you know, like, yeah, that wasn't something that I did with my dad. Um, just like music wise, that wasn't something that we really did. That was more sports. I would say that was more like kind of our, our connection with sports. Um, and anyway, uh, I've played her a few things, but like I was kind of one time I was playing her like, what did I play her? Was it Elvis? I think I was playing her Elvis. And then I was like, you know what? Like a lot of people say that Elvis was kind of like, well, I kind of got credit for a lot of like what little Richard was. Yeah. And so I was like, I started playing like little Richard and now she's kind of like, that was probably like six months ago. She's kind of obsessed with Little Richard wow. now. <laughs> and then like, if it ever comes, if Elvis ever comes up, she's like, well, actually Elvis stole all of this from Little Richard. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> Not like exactly. Um, but today I played her, uh, I was like trying to, to be like, get a read on like what she's really liking or listening to right now. Um, <laughs> and so, well, I played like, her some cigarettes. So I was like, you should like, wow, yeah. might be into this. Cause she loves like sitting in her room and just like chilling. I said, this might be like some good music for you to listen to. So I was, and then she was like, well, I kind of like like nineties stuff. So I was like, oh, okay. So I played like Mazzy star. I was like, this is like some kind of chill, like cool yeah. stuff to listen to with your room. And then she's like, I like kind of like 2000 stuff too. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, I'm going to put, I'm going to play her. I was like trying to think like those are maybe a little too something. So I was like, I'm going to play her something a bit more, palatable maybe for her age (laughs) maybe this is a miscalculation but i was like (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna play her death cab such a good choice yeah you know like that feels like you're in sixth grade death cab for cutie feels like yeah maybe a little heavy but also like everything feels heavy when you're that age and maybe it hits perfectly and i just played the first thing that was on spotify because i was driving so i wasn't like super able to like go into like a deep cut and find something like that i thought she would totally Totally love and so. What was the first thing? The first thing was "I Will Follow You Into the Dark," Beautiful. and dude, I'm playing, I'm, which is an amazing song. But I'm playing it for her, and I'm driving, and then it gets really quiet. I look over, and she's just crying. What? She's just bawling. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." It's just like too sad. And if you listen to the lyrics, it's like, you know, like I forget what the first, what the opening line is. Basically, talking about like someone you love dying, and then like blah blah blah. She just like couldn't quite handle it. <laughs> so then I put on Weezer. <laughs> I was like, well, here's like so similar era, but not. Dude, that's amazing era, so. though, huh? Yeah. The Death Cab still hits like that. It still hits. It still hits. I, it, it, it's funny though, because you never know. Like, I'm sure she'll forget all of that. But it's like one in like 30 she'll like latch onto and be like, I dig this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, but Death Cab. I mean, dude, my kids are listening to Death Cab. I'd be so proud. You know what I mean? Well, they're not. Li- she's not listening to Death Cab. I'm but like, if they, if you like, introduced Death Cab to her, and now she's like really into Death Cab. You know, like, yeah, 
wouldn't you feel like a sense of like yeah for proudness. sure that's what i'm i'm totally looking for and then we got home and we ate we just had chick-fil-a so i just we ate our chick-fil-a and then uh maria and i are like cleaning up the kitchen and i'm just like i, I put on postal service yes and i'm like <laughs> maria and i are just like bopping around the kitchen like dude this is so good yeah Springs back a lot of memories. There's something like that. I don't know if you have this when you were younger. <sighs> Music that's like so connected to a memory. I feel like Postal Service, yeah, I remember 100%. feeling this way. And it, it's now like kind of shifted because I've listened to it so much, of course, and like bet- like since this moment happened. But I remember Prom being, I remember listening to that album the night of prom and it just being like, that was it. I like took a girl. It was more like a total like group of friends went and I just kind of like took a girl that like more or less like needed a date. Yeah. So basically I all, I was kind of saying all that to be like, I I wasn't like I was out with my date. Like I basically like took her to prom and then like hung out with friends. And then I kind of like went to another party. There's this girl that I liked who was a year older. So I like went to her house and like she had a little, party so i was like kind of driving around the city by myself that night yeah and this was like playing in my stereo yeah and i just remember it so you know what i mean it's like one of those nights like where it's just like i'm seeing people like memorable things are happening and it's like kind of the end of an era for like all my friends who are about to graduate all this stuff and postal service was like that you know what i mean like that night where it was like it was very much like my night where i was like I was going to like all my different kind of friend groups and seeing people. He's king of the world, man. King of fucking, the fucking world. Yeah. And yeah. And totally. that album was like heavy. Yeah. That. You know, the, the biggest one for me, and this is kind of an odd one because I had death cab and postal service. And like, I remember being introduced to those bands and feeling like, especially cigarettes and like that, just like very emotional kind of kid, you know? Yeah. Uh, but the biggest one for me was a, uh, Total Life Forever by Foles. Interesting. I don't know why that record. I could still even play it now, and I'm like, I just get transported back to like my Ford F one fifty driving across the causeway, <laughs> going to hang out with some friends, like bringing a girl that I liked, or, or yeah. Ashley Winters, like trying to make her fall in love with me. Ashley Winters, <clears throat> and uh, and she just like, you know really loved my sense of music and like what I was listening to and like going to like, I went, I didn't go to prom night, but I went to all the prom parties. Like that was my style. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but I like brought this record to like one of those parties and it was like super late night and we're all just sitting in the back, like patio. Dude, that's the move. I was that guy too, because like, let me set the move cable guy. Yes. A hundred percent. Same, same. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know why it was, but I was very much, and I, I still am to a degree with a lot of different things. Even now, like I had the references, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like where other people were maybe listening to maybe not mainstream stuff, but just like <laughs> fucking black keys and like Kings of Leon. I'm like, yo, have y'all heard fucking foals like this band from the UK. That's amazing. Like, that was your reference of lame music. <coughs> you didn't, did you hear mine? Did you hear mine? Eve what? six. Eve six. 
Why would I be listening to Eve Six? Not you. I'm saying other people were listening to dot dot dot, and then I said yeah, Eve yeah. Six, and then you said Black Keys and things. Of that was on. the high school generation before mine, Jared. I think you graduated, but yeah, four years ahead of me. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, just like sitting up, like everybody's smoking cigs, getting high, listening to Falls. Dude, I'm gonna and, put that Eve Six song on the end of this episode. Just <laughs> Please, dude. I have no doubt, 100. Or, uh, dude, what was another just like big hit from that time? Kiss me. Oh, yeah, sixpence. Um, I'm going to put that song as a break in the middle of this episode, so we've already listened <laughs> to it at this point. <laughs> uh, dude, that would be a fun last episode tomorrow. We just bring our, we bring our most high school hits can i show you something real quick sure okay hang tight one second just so everybody's has some context jared has brought has pulled out some blank cds of sorts or maybe some mixtapes what i have here is (laughs) spools of there there are some dvds mixed in here but for the most part these are mixed cds from high school. Yeah. That you made. That personally. I made. And, that, and I like literally, I had no idea where music or like kind of technology was going, but I was like, I'm going to keep these around and give them to my kids. <laughs> That's like the weirdo. That I am. Yeah. They can't even f- find a, a CD player exactly. at this point. But I've got like, dude, I was the kind of person that was like, I would go to school in the morning and then dude, hilarious. This is my sister's. Can you see that? Aesop Rock. Dude, Aesop Rock was so good. He still is so good. Do you see the bottom one? The bottom one? Yeah, Black Keys. (laughs) Dude, Aesop Rock, not Aesop Rocky, which I don't know how Aesop Rocky fucking got that name, but oh, Dave Matthews. (laughs) Um, Anyway, this was, yeah, I was like. uh, Dude, Aesop Rock was my favorite rapper back in the day. So weird. Dude. Anyway, I still have them. I still have them. I have the spools of mixed CDs. Like where it would be like, did I have this one from 2004? Literally, I would like leave the house and be like, oh, I'm like gonna run late, but I have to like make this new mixed CD to throw in my car. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, this is from two th- October 2004. This is me having taken my car out of the shop. And this is called Getting the Car Back Mix. You just had to have the playlist. To set the mood, bro. I totally, I was the exact same way. You all had the time. to have the. All the time. Dude, I, and I know I've told you this story before. Dude, look at this. Check this shit out. This is a ripped version of uh, Postal Service. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Dude, I, I know I told you this story before. Probably the, like, literally the day, CD I listened to that I was talking about at prom. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Wow. The last day of school, like high school, like senior year. Yeah. We finished the last day. I was the guy with the car, and I was driving everybody to school that day for some reason. Yeah, and we get in the car, and it's like it's like my responsibility to give us all the la- like the first song of the rest of our lives. You know what I mean? So I put on "High and Dry" by Radiohead, and everybody just loses. Like I remember somebody was like literally just crying in the back. Two of my other friends were making out. I had wow. my girlfriend in the in the passenger seat, just like 
driving, like, I did driving it. Dude, isn't that... I was that, like, I fucking won, dude. <laughs> isn't that the thing, though, dude? I feel like that's the... like. That is the real bug, I think. Like that, I think we we've been bitten with is because that's what Maria tells me all the time. It's like it's frustrating for her because I'm always trying to like set a scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like kind of like make God, it a so make annoying. it a moment. <laughs> you know, and I think yeah. that like that's where like you're you're in high school. You're going through this like monumental time where everything feels like it's just so fucking epic and huge. And then you want to have like the the tools to like make it make it memorable, man. Like yeah. make it something you'll never forget. But let me tell you this: picking that song, I never forgot that moment. Yeah. If I had not picked that song, I would have not really remembered that at all, dude. Isn't that weird? It's Can not I tell weird. You, okay, I've got a, I've got a good one too. Amazing. This is this is from when I was uh, uh, in college actually, and I didn't put it on. This is a friend. Uh, kind of a new friend, which is kind of the thing. But I was in college, and I was with my friend Chris Moody, and he was my roommate. And um, we kind of had this like adjacent friend group that was all like very cool guys that we really liked, but didn't hang out with them a ton at the time. And just outside of Savannah, there are these huge silos, like yeah. industrial, massive, massive silos. But they're like, at least at the time, they were abandoned, and so. One night they're like, dude, let's go break in and just like yeah. go go on top of the silos where you can basically like see the entire river and the entire city and everything. And so uh, it's just, you know, exactly what you think it would be. Just like magical, like so fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> and we hear something. It sounds like someone's coming or like there's police sirens in the distance. And we're like, fuck, we got to get out of here. And I remember getting in the back of my friend Chase's car and there was no like, hold on, let me put on a good song. It was just like we got in, everyone was kind of like hearts were beating fast and there's this amazing bridge that you go over um, to cross over the river to get into Savannah. Yeah. And um, he put on Heroes by David Bowie as we're like... Going over this bridge, and we just like kind of like done this like kind of high adrenaline thing. We're all packed in the car. It's just like college kids and like whatever. It's like two a.m. in the morning, and that song starts to play. And I was just like, I'd never heard that song. I'd never yeah. heard that song before, and it was just like a completely like mind blowing like one of those like adolescent moments where it was just like everything came together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was just like. Yeah, poetry. Yeah, I miss it, man, in some ways. I feel like I don't have the uh, the moments to do that anymore. But that's like such – that's just like adolescence. Too. It's adolescence. It's and I feel like that is, man, that is kind of filmmaking, right? Like yeah, not to is. Not to try and like really cleanly slide this back in, but it is like can you create these like special moments – that are like little capsules, you know? Yeah. And I feel that way even with Winnie right now, the the other two, when they get older, of course, but like, I feel like I want to give her like some tools to be like, this is what you should listen to when you feel this way. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if you want to feel a way, like if you're feeling sad or if you're feeling like you want 
to feel the opposite of the way you're feeling right now. Like here are some like songs or tools to make you feel that way. You know, cause I feel like that was so much of it is like fine. Like the, the beautiful part about it is finding that for yourself in some way. Like, yeah, I don't know how you can teach somebody how to like find music, but I think that's just like, I don't the curiosity yeah. side is the important thing to me. You know, I think it's introducing them. I think it's showing that I, I don't know the answer, but where, where, like when I think about my kind of like falling in love with music, I think it was like an exposure that there is like more, you know, like, yeah. cause you're kind of presented with like at the time it was all what was on the radio when I was younger, you know, yeah, or what your parents listened to or what my parents listened to, which I would say that wasn't really a factor for me. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I love music. <laughs> I love music. I love music. All right, let's wrap this up. Um, I am glad you're you're gonna you're gonna do the uh, you're gonna do the honors on our final. I'm gonna do the last day, man. Again, I'm gonna be a little sad, bro. But I know, me too. But also not. Team. Yeah. Um, okay, buddy. Be good. All right, dude. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Here's to the night.